legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus Welcome to another Bible study with me, Dreamwalker1960. In the last few weeks, I have been a bit rough in my messaging. I do not deny or regret this. As I stated, the evidence is stacking up which points to the return of Jesus Christ and that the turmoil which will occur during the tribulation. I have been led to Galatians 5 and the exhortation to allow yourselves to be led by the Holy Ghost. This is how you allow yourselves to turn away from the life within the lukewarm to returning to be a fruitful part of the Holy Vine, which is Jesus Christ. So let's start to look at these verses. Verses 16 through 17. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your life. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. The two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. First and foremost, we must see that our humanity is at conflict with that which is holy, even after being filled with the Holy Ghost. This once again confirms that we have an active part in our relationship with God in our salvation. But let us break this verse down even further as we look first into the King James and then into the Greek. Verse 16. I say then, walk in the Spirit, and he shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk is to tread all around, i.e. walk at large, especially as proof of ability. Figuratively, to live, deport oneself, follow, as a companion or a votary. That comes from Strong's. Deport is to behave or conduct oneself in a specified way. A votary is a person who has made a promise to serve a particular religion or God. He shall not is G3364, a double negative strengthening the deniable not at all. Fulfill is G5055, to end, i.e. complete, execute, conclude, discharge, a debt. That comes from Strong's as well. The lust is G1939. A longing expressly from what is forbidden, Strong's. Of the flesh is G4561, uh, flesh as a strip of the skin, i.e. strictly the meat of an animal as food, or an ex by extension, the body as opposed to the soul, spirit, or the symbol of what is external, or as the means of a kindred, or by implication, human nature, with its frailties, physical and moral, or excuse me, or moral, and passion, or specifically, a human being as such. This is my version of this verse. I say to those that have promised themselves to the Holy Spirit, you shall not allow yourselves to enter into your human longings of that which is forbidden. Verse 17, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things 
that you would. Lusteth is G1937, to set the heart upon, i.e. long for, rightly or otherwise. That comes from Strong's. Contrary is G480, to lie opposite, i.e. be adverse, figuratively repugnant to. That's from Strong's. Repugnant means extremely distasteful, unacceptable. This verse shows the internal conflict that we all experience daily, fortifying that we are to strive toward that which is holy over the want and desires of our human nature. It also shows that we do have a corrupt body even after being filled with the Holy Spirit. This results in the need to be ever aware of our own weaknesses, to struggle through these lusts and desires by turning our eyes toward the one who died upon the cross for us, so we would not have to suffer like he did, but for all of eternity in the pit of fire. Verse 18, But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the laws of Moses. Now let's see what the King James Version and the Greek says for this verse. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Ye be led is G71 properly to lead, by implication to bring drive, reflexivity, go, specifically, pass, time, or figuratively, induce. Induce is to persuade someone to do something. My version, if you are led by the Holy Ghost, you are not under the law of Moses. In the next verses, we are shown the rotten fruit that is born when you allow our corruption to be our master. Verse 19. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures. Due to time restrictions, I will not go into full detail of these sins. However, you can read the full breakdown at Dreamwalker1960 for this blog that is podcast number 23. We will use the King James versions of this list. Number one is adultery. Number two is fornication, which is G4202. Harlotry, including adultery or incest. Figuratively, idolatry, sex between people not married to each other. Harlotry is known as prostitution. Number three is uncleanliness. Number four is lasciviousness, which is G766, which is licentiousness, sometimes including other vices. Licentiousness is behavior that is sexual in a way that is uncontrolled and socially unacceptable. The list continues in verse 20. Idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger. Selfish ambition, dissension, division. We will still go through the King James Version of this list. Number five, idolatry. Number six, witchcraft. Number seven, hatred. Number eight, variance, which is G2054 of uncertain affinity, a quarrel that is by implication wrangling, contention, debate, Strife. 
Wrangling, or wrangle, is an argument, especially one that continues for a long time. Emulation is G2205, properly heat that is figuratively zeal, in favorable sense ardor, or unfavorably one jealousy as of a husband figuratively of God, or an enemy malice. Number 10 is wrath. Number 11 is strife, which is G2052, properly intrigue that is by implication fraction. Fraction is a group within a large group, especially one with slightly different ideas from the main group. Number 12 is sedition. Number 13 is heresies. Number 14 is envyings, which is G5355, which is ill will as deterioration that is jealousy or spite. Spite, a desire to hurt, annoy, or offend someone. Number 15 is murder. Number 16 is drunkenness. Number 17 is reveling. The implication here, when joined with verse 16, is that we are still able to fall into these sins once again, and we should diligently turn away from them. For as is made clear at the conclusion of this verse, is that those that do these sins will not make it into heaven. I have also noted a trend that I noted throughout the books of the New Testament that do list sins, showing various other sins. This is due to different sins affecting the different cities to which these individual letters were sent to. People have used the fact that these sins are not exactly the same sins as those shown in other books within the Bible, so they use this as to say there is a flaw in the message within the Bible. This is not the case. As I noted a bit ago, each group is being addressed for their particular sins that is affecting these servants of God in each of these locations throughout the regions between and including Israel and Rome. What is the important takeaway of this list of sins aren't the sins, but what is being asked of all of us that have the Holy Spirit within us. It is to know and realize that we are still vulnerable to sin as long as we live within the earthly realm. So when we find ourselves lacking in self-control and stumble over our sins like those listed here and elsewhere in the Bible, is that we strive to note that we are slipping and do our best with the help of God through prayer that we stop indulging in any and all things that are considered sinful in the eyes of God. I reiterate that it is made clear as to why we are to seek to have the self-control to end sin. For those that live in sin will not be welcomed in heaven. As proof of this, we are given a list of the fruits of the Holy Ghost. Verses 22-23 But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Again, we are exhorted to live in the Holy Spirit, whose fruit we just heard about. If we do not see these more in our lives than we see the sins, then we need to do some self-reflection. This chapter ends adding three more sins. These are those sins as shown in the King James Version. Desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, 
and being envious of one another. Desirous of vainglory is G2755. Self-conceit. Self-conceit is having an excessive sense of one's own importance, abilities, and value. Provoking is G4292. To call forth to oneself, challenge, i.e. by implication, to irritate. Irritate is to make someone angry or annoyed. Envying is G5354. To be jealous of. Now these last three sins that are shown are very telling when you look out into the world we now live in. Many people have an attitude of self-importance. Many are jealous of what others have, and so they seek after it to the point of irritation or worse. That is something we all must individually think upon and even pray upon in many cases. However, let us end today's message with what that is within us if we are filled with the Holy Ghost. Love, not only to our fellow Christians, but to all of humanity. Happiness with what we have and who is in our lives. Peace in our hearts, which results in no anger towards others. Patience to not allow ourselves to become angry or envious, but to approach others that are this way in a way that disarms them and opens their hearts to the truth. Kindness to those in need of comfort. Goodness in every aspect of our lives. Faithfulness not only to God, but to those we ask to be a part of our lives, which allows us to be gentle to all. And above all is the ability to have control over our own bodies and not be tempted by or into sin. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I